What is going on, everyone? Um, man, thank you for joining us today. Boy, it is a it is a crazy time in this world, Cody. It is absolutely crazy. That is a that is an understatement to say the least. It is uh, pandemonium on the streets. Yeah. Thankfully, not here yet, but uh, all across oh, yeah. the, the country, it's uh, it's uh, it's a bit tense out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, before we get into all that, Cody, uh, how are you doing, man? I am doing pretty well. Um, it's been hot, but uh, luckily it wasn't that hot. So, or today at least. And uh, I finished defending Jacob. So if anyone has seen it, um, obviously you guys know, and I've said something about it on our Instagram. But yeah, it was a really good show, and I've been telling you about it. And uh, hopefully you'll watch it one day. I'm not going to. <laughs> no probably uh, i don't know i'll probably check out the first two episodes and if i don't like it i don't know because lately i i'll like i'll start watching um a show uh-huh. for instance stranger things so uh my friend brad he, he was the one who i first saw was watching it mm-hmm. so he was like trying to get me to watch it so i finally watched and i was like okay i'm gonna watch the first episode and i kind of watched the first episode and i was like i not really understanding what it kind of is about and i was like i don't know i'm not i'm not usually the guy who's like into like aliens or you know out of outer space type stuff like i'm mm-hmm. i'm not usually into that like dragons or whatnot and so i don't know i was watching it and i was kind of like mm, i don't know i'm i'm not really feeling this But he was like, dude, it gets really good. It gets really good. And I go, okay, I'm going to watch the first five episodes of this. And if I don't like it, I'm not watching it anymore. He was like, okay, that's, 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 that's doable. Uh So I watched the first five episodes and I was like, I really, I just can't get into it. It's really not that interesting. And he was like, oh my God, I can't believe you. He goes, it gets better after the five episodes. I can't believe you don't want it. And I was like, dude, you, (laughs) when I made this deal, (laughs) you should have said, no, I would watch the first season, watch mm-hmm. it all, because it gets good later in the season. Uh-huh. So I was like, no, I'm not watching this anymore. So I stopped watching it. Then all of a sudden, my family started watching it, and they were having like these watch parties. And so uh-huh. we were invited. And so we went over there, and they were like, they had just got to the end of the first season, I think, and then like into the second season. And mm-hmm. so my wife and I, we were kind of watching it. And we were like, okay, we need to figure out what's going on. So we started watching it, and then we started getting into it. And so Brad was so mad. He was like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. So lately, like, not just that show, but that was just an example. Like, right. I don't know. I watch a show, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's kind of all right. And then I then I watch it again, and I'm like, oh, this is really good. So I don't know. Maybe I just... I need to watch it like twice. So well, I would say, I would like say, if you're, yeah, I would say if you're going to commit to five episodes on this show, on this show, defending Jacob, there's only eight episodes. So once you get five deep, it's like, you're already past might halfway. Well. Might as well clean. You might as well finish <laughs> yeah. it, you know, but I think I got you. Did I, am I the one that convinced you to watch Ozark or did you, did you and, and Jess want to watch that on your own? Um, I, a little bit of both. I mean, we had talked about that. We wanted to watch Ozark. Uh-huh. And then um, we just never did it. Um, and then her parents actually watched it. And so we were like, oh, we, we should watch it. But then we were like in the middle of some other show. And we we're like, okay, we'll watch it afterwards. 
Uh-huh. And then we kind of forgot about it. And then uh, you were talking about season three. And I was like, oh, yeah, we were going to watch that. Mm-hmm. And I go, I go, babe, let's try it. Let's try it. So finally, we ended up trying it. And uh, yeah, we're into it now. I, we're in the second season. So it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, we're we're into it. Okay. Are you guys still having to take breaks in between episodes? Or are you guys just kind of be- moving? To be honest, we haven't watched it in probably about a week. Okay. Um, yeah, we because we usually during the weekday, we don't want to watch it because they are long episodes. And mm-hmm. at night, like a lot of the times we want to put something on and like one of us will be paying attention and the other one will be on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay, my <laughs> wife. And um, uh, I don't I don't I don't go on TikTok. She sends me half of the time. She'll send me all these TikToks. And I'm like, this is a no, I don't like this. And she's like, how do you not like that? So, but anyway, uh, so a lot of the times, like we just put something on in the background, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, the, we had that with how I met your mother and we actually finished that and we were like, Oh man, we feel so naked. <laughs> what, what do we watch now? Cause first it was friends. That was our binge watch. Uh-huh. And then it was how I met your mother. So now we're like, shoot, what do we do now? <laughs> Which one do we watch? So, uh, I, but right now we're still on criminal minds as well. And, oh, okay. um, you know, hopefully we'll finish Ozark soon. Yeah, because uh, I actually was listening to the Jason Bateman on Bill Simmons podcast, uh-huh. and they were talking about season three. And uh-huh. so I just basically like I was playing video games, so I was really focusing on my video games during that <laughs> time. So I wasn't really listening to it. <laughs> no, season three I think is is really really good. But I've I've watched that series probably two times already now, and including season three. But a show that I've actually, I think I'm going to start now, and it just came out today, is Space Force with Steve Carell. I saw oh, that came out today? That. It did came out today, oh, so I think I'm going to watch it. Watch that. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch it on Sunday, because we're going somewhere tomorrow. So I think on Sunday when we get home, I'm going to try to watch as much as I can of it, because it looked really good. And there's some yeah. good actors in there. Yeah. There's, a, um, there's a movie that my wife and I wanted. Oh, we watched um, The Wrong Missy. The, the David Spade movie on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, how was that? That was really good. That was really fun. It's it's stupid funny. Uh huh. Um, and that's just right up my alley. I love the <laughs> stupid funny stuff. So, uh, but even my wife, she liked it. So, okay. Uh, it, it's worth a watch if you're just looking for something like just stupid funny. Uh huh. That's that's definitely a really good movie. It was it was really good. But um, if you're not really looking, if you're just looking for like a a clever comedy, definitely not it. Okay. (laughs) There was a movie I watched with my wife a few about a month or so ago, and I think you and Jess suggested it to us. It was um I think it's called like the one that got away or something like that. It's the one with uh Ali Wong and uh the guy. Yeah, Yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We finally watched it like a month ago and you guys had told us like about it like a like almost (laughs) a year ago. (laughs) Yeah, just about. And we're like, I think we'll finally start watching this. And then we were like, what were we waiting for? Yeah. It it doesn't look like it's going to be that good of a movie. But when you watch it, you're like, man, this is really good. Well, one of the challenges we have with watching a movie is if the movie is too vulgar, we'll say to, to my wife, she won't really pay attention. So it has to be funny enough for her to to hear more but yeah. it can't be too vulgar to, to where she'll shut it off because once they start throwing f-bombs or or cursing too much or there's a dirty joke in there that's kind of inappropriate and she gets tired of it she tunes it out me i could i can listen to that stuff all day it doesn't bother me yeah. but for her it's it's a big um it's a big deal breaker if she doesn't get into the movie well that's all the movies that my wife and i watch so <laughs> you know we have to uh 
we definitely have to uh, watch that. So, I mean, that's all the movies that my wife and I will watch when it comes mm-hmm. to comedy. So, <laughs> so we're in a different boat in that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we also, gosh, I cannot think of the, what the name of the movie is, but it's with the, the actress in uh, the show called Insecure and uh, the actor from uh, Silicon Valley. Oh man, I cannot think of his name right now. I had it in my head. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's the um, guy anyway. that does the Verizon commercials. Oh no, you're talking about. Um, I know what you're talking about. Um, oh gosh, it's uh, Love in Something, isn't it? The the latest one that just came out on Netflix. Yes, yes. Is uh, it like? Oh gosh, I know who. I know what you're talking about. I want to say the Love Note, but I don't think that's it. No, it's Love Something because yeah. it anyway. stars uh, Carmel or something like that. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah anyway, really so funny. it looks funny. So we wanted to watch that. So anyway. What was it good? I didn't know we were going to talk about Netflix the whole time. <laughs> do you but, uh, do you Netflix or chill or do you or do you Disney Plus and Thrust? <laughs> you know what's funny is we have Disney Plus and we lately we haven't watched it since um since the Mandalorian basically stopped. Okay. And we had been like we had a bunch of other shows. So I think we're going to go back on Disney Plus for a little bit cuz we have some shows that we never finished, so Okay, by the way, yeah. that movie is called Lovebirds. Lovebirds. Oh, yes. Yes, that's the one. That is too funny. Yeah, no, um, actually, my, my daughter has recently gotten, in, gotten into uh, Toy Story. She's been into Frozen, Tangled, um, Trolls. So I think on her own, she saw Toy Story and put it on, and she fell in love with that movie. So she's watched the first one. She finished the second one, and then her and I sat down and watched the third one. And I haven't actually seen the fourth one up oh, yeah, until up until I think uh, thinking I think on Monday we watched it together. And I'd never seen it before, and I was I was like uh, I thought it was kind of cool because she'd actually already seen it because she like my wife will watch anything before she watches it with you, and then ask you to watch it with her <laughs> and knows everything that's going to happen to follow. Yeah. And so we we watched that together. <clears throat> Excuse me, and that was really that was really really good. I think you'll you'll like that movie, especially if you watch the first one. It's definitely a sentimental movie, so you'll definitely like it. Am I gonna cry? No, I didn't cry. I mean, a lot of people said they did. I think you may get a little, um, you may get some feelings turned because um, it'll it kind of will make you think back to the very first movie, to the, oh, yeah. the conclusion to where how they kind of are ending it. And it will kind of like put it all in kind of perspective and, you know, and then it will kind of come full circle and make you feel warm and fuzzy, but give you the feels of like, oh, I can't believe this is it. So <laughs> can't believe it's, can't all believe over. it's all over. Well, your no, wife's like, get fair. up off the floor. You're a grown man. <laughs> to be fair, I thought the uh, third one was going to be the final one. Yeah, but, same here. Uh, you know, I guess I guess we need more. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, well, that's not ex- that's not at all what we were thinking about talking about, but uh, it was nice. It's a, it's a nice way to start, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a it was a good, lighthearted opening, I suppose. <laughs> well, I mean, we really did. Uh, at first, I think we were going to really talk about like uh, maybe, um, you know, a recap of the latest episode of Before the Ninety Days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what has been uh, happening and continuing 
for three days now in uh, Minneapolis has been just absolutely insane. And I don't mean it in a negative way. I think it's, you know, um, what has happened with the uh, death of George Floyd. I mean, Mm -hmm. the video in itself was just, it was just awful. And, and for people who don't know, um, you know, first of all, we're two white guys. So, I mean, we're not going to go fully in depth because we don't know what it's like, um, for, uh, black people in general, mm-hmm. uh, going through this on a daily basis, being wrongfully looked at or mm-hmm. wrongfully accused or wrongfully beaten by cops. It's absolutely crazy. Um, and honestly, I can't fathom it. Like I, I've never, I mean, I've seen videos of like, um, the Rodney King video, you know, mm-hmm. obviously that was one of the more popular ones. Um, but I've never seen it like firsthand how bad it could be, um, you know, until we saw this George Floyd uh, death. I mean, it was uh, I mean, right away when I saw it, I was just like, that's terrible. And my wife was the one who told me and I didn't believe her. I was like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. You know, and you mm-hmm. look at it and you're just like, oh, my God, that is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like some of them, you're like, it's you can you can look at the video and and these cops are already in the midway but this was like the whole video and it mm-hmm. was just like man i cannot believe that this guy got away with it and he wasn't even in jail until today yeah up until a few hours ago actually yeah so it's just it's absolutely crazy but uh for people who don't know i um i am trying to uh get into the police academy uh actually i was going to be in it um and then COVID 19 hit <laughs> so mm-hmm. just waiting for that to end um but i mean this is one of those reasons why i want to be a cop because obviously change needs to happen this is ridiculous um i'm it it makes me disgusted that i actually and watching this and like, I want to be like, it, sometimes it makes me second guess. Like, do I really want to become a cop? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I don't want to have to, you know, be in a situation like some of these cops, they're probably really good cops in, in these cities that are, are having all these protests, but they're, they look bad right now because of what mm-hmm. happened. You know, and that's scary because you don't know what some of these people might do um, because of how angry they are. And it, they have a right to be mm-hmm. like, yep. it's like if I were the police officer officer and I was in that, I don't think I would do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I'd be like, yeah, I kind of get it. You know, yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I just I'm I'm disgusted by what has happened and i mean again i mean i i look at it from a perspective of this is why i would want to be a cop i want to affect change i want to i want to make this world a lot better i want to get the real criminals out there mm-hmm. and not kill people over a um over a, a Opposed, uh, supposedly a fake check. We don't even know if it really was or not. Yeah, no, I think the official, the official crime that they had reported 
was forgery in progress and how and it's like if a forgery is in progress how do you know exactly you know and if it, if it's really a forgery why is he on the ground mm-hmm. with a cop's knee on his neck well there's actually a new i think a new angle of either the video or of a photo where not only is the cop on his neck while the guy is handcuffed but there's three additional cops on his um lower back in his legs so he's not able to move while mm-hmm. there's a um i think it's the either the fourth or the fifth officer that's kind of on looking um mm-hmm. and i saw somewhere on twitter um i'm i follow the the pro wrestler kevin nash he's been tweeting quite a bit today and he mentioned that the the police officer i don't know his name nor do i really care to speak it that um okay you know, that murdered George. Um, apparently they were, they worked together for some years while George was a security officer somewhere. So like this officer or this ex officer, I guess knew who Mr. Floyd was. Um, you know, and I can't even begin to imagine what his family is going through right now and the hurt, um, the anger, the confusion that they're all going through. Cause you know, for you and I, especially again, because we're both, um, white guys, um, we've grown up and we're taught that you can contact police authorities for protection, um, for assistance. Mm -hmm. And it seems like today, not everyone is going to have that same feeling. Um, you know, and unfortunately the, like the black community is going to feel like that you can't call them for help. You can't, call them for assistance because yeah. I mean, this isn't, this isn't obviously the first incident of police brutality um, to, you know, the black community. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a very famous football player, um, Colin Kaepernick, and you and I had had discussions about this. Um, not necessarily what he was protesting, but just him as a player, you yeah. know, he played for San Francisco and you know, this is exactly what he was protesting against. And he did it peacefully and now no one's listened and, uh, you know, the, the last straw has been broken. And so unfortunately there's looting and riots happening and I, I don't agree with them, but I'm also not someone in the black community that, that uh, can exactly feel the exact anger that they have been you know, holding onto for all these years and, or any other experiences that they've had with other law enforcement officers. So, yeah, you know, the, the most I can say is, you know, we're in 2020 racism, bigotry, um, you know, white supremacy, whatever, whatever you follow that's against just human race as a human race is just, I don't know how it still exists in today's world. I know that you're not born with it. You're taught it, you know, and I guess we need to expedite the process of weeding out those that, that uh, have a problem with uh, people that aren't like them because, you know, we're all humans around here and it doesn't matter what your preference is. doesn't matter the color of your skin, what you believe in, you know, um, we're all in this together. We're all on this, planet for a short amount of time and i guarantee you we're all alike than people realize and you know it's just unfortunate that some you know someone who is just different than than 
you know, someone in a white culture has to, has to suffer because, you know, there's also videos on Twitter of like white protesters during the shelter in place with guns to Capitol buildings in these government offices and the police officers that are then protecting the Capitol building during this protest are lightly touching them to keep them away from the doors. Again, not physically touching them, lightly mm-hmm. touching them, just like almost, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, hurt you. Yeah. But I can almost guarantee you that if these were, unfortunately, minorities, we'll just say black, Hispanic, or we'll even say, you know, what's an, um, you know, a different nationality other than white, they probably would have opened fire. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can honestly say that's probably what we would have seen. And I'm sad to say that as somebody that is, that is white and, you know, recognize that because of their color, they're protected, unfortunately, you know, because I guarantee you, you know, it could have been somebody of a, of a different color with a, with a water gun. And I guarantee you, they, they would not have thought twice to do some more extreme actions than what, um, than what was displayed, um, you know, today. So, or, um, excuse me with George Floyd. So it's unfortunate. And that's not even the first incident that's been accounted for. I would even say this week, you know, there was a woman in central park in yeah. New York that basically used her, um, used her, her, I don't even know what you would say her privilege essentially to, uh, to try yeah. to get someone arrested and potentially even hurt because, you know, um, you know, she, point blank pointed out what his race was and how he was threatening her, which clearly wasn't clearly she built it up in hysteria, but because again, she's white, she'd be believed. Yeah. Um, and then also earlier this month when, um, you know, there was video that surfaced of a man in, um, was it Georgia? That was the jogger that was, um, basically murdered in broad daylight. I mean, and again, there, those murderers were, still on the streets mm-hmm. you know i think it was weeks really or months popular. yeah and it still took them almost a full week before the before the people that actually murdered this guy were even arrested so yep. you know there's you want people to protest in in a peaceful way but we have not demonstrated in the no. white community any sort of sympathy empathy understanding or willingness to take care of them we have only just demonstrated to them why they have this frustration and almost now this is essentially for the for the white people that have this entitlement we've caused this problem Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that i can say that says it's right or wrong because again i'm you know i'm i'm white and Mm -hmm. i i know i don't have to worry unfortunately about what someone in the black community has to worry about but i do worry that you know we as people, we need to, we need to find a way to come together and stop this. This is, again, it's 2020. We've got, we've got kids that we're raising that we're trying to make better humans. And, you know, I, I don't want them growing up in a world where it's essentially us against them. Cause it, like I said, we're all in this together, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, just going back to the whole George Floyd thing. Um, you know, I was actually, I was just got done telling my wife that, you know, what's insane is 
with the whole i mean everyone was making a big deal they're like oh they're when they were looting and all these people were you know basically bankrupting target <laughs> you know taking everything out um which i'm not gonna lie to you if i saw that was on the news you know, i lived in minneapolis i would have headed to target yeah straight there i would be grabbing whatever i could okay <laughs> let's let's be real people if we knew that the police were not coming we could go into that store whether you like target or not let's be honest we would think about at least think about it and probably be in the car and probably debating while you're driving over there whether you should still do this or not exactly especially the toilet paper if it's if it's on the shelves <laughs> we're scalping it okay yeah yeah one per person my ass i'm grabbing this <laughs> i'm grabbing as much as i can uh, i was thinking more along along the lines of well i need a new tv as it is so oh well that's i guess that's a little bit more practical i suppose but you know, but you know what those tvs were probably gone before i would have even saw that so um but you know what's crazy is if all the police i mean almost all of the police officers at least from one precinct were in front of that other the police officer who killed george floyd yeah uh, they were in front of his house and what blows my mind and what I was telling my wife was, you know, what's funny is if they would have just arrested him after the fact of what had happened mm-hmm. and this video didn't take long to, to go globally. Nope. Um, if they would have arrested him, they wouldn't have had to be in front of the guy's house. They mm-hmm. could have been at target and stopping all this. Yep. So, you know, in my mind, the Minneapolis police department not only started this, but now they're letting this happen. Mm-hmm. So if you have an issue with them protesting and some people are saying rioting, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue that right now, but <laughs> they let this happen. Yeah. I mean, I I'm seeing a video in, in Dallas and Atlanta and it's not as bad as it is in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there, the, there are police officers who are there who are trying to control it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You look at Minneapolis, they were all at the dude's house. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really you could have, you could have stopped it. And, yep. you know, honestly, the guy could have been fired way before. So you could have stopped it way before then. Yeah. But you know, we're, I guess, you know, this, this country is still absolutely messed up mm-hmm. and it's, incredibly sad to watch yeah. i mean i know um i had to do because uh, i i went to school for uh uh for the police officer like trying to get ready for the police academy mm-hmm. and they teach you the when someone like is not resist or someone is resisting and they're on the ground and you never put your knee on their neck that's one of the f- i mean it's they say you want to put your knee uh, at least on like the middle of their back mm-hmm. so they can't go anywhere. So, I mean, maybe it's different in Minnesota. Maybe they're just saying by any means necessary, but let's be real. He wasn't resisting at all. He was, he was on the ground, barely moving as it was. And let's be honest too. He was 46 years old and there's some, four to five trained officers and he's handcuffed mm-hmm. on the ground. What could he have done at that position yep. that would have put the officers in harm? Yep. Especially if his, if his crime, so to speak was, you know, forging 
um, forgery in progress. Yeah. What is he going to do? Do a John Wick on them with a pin and a and his checkbook, which supposedly is not even his. I mean, mm-hmm. the there's absolutely no no understanding of why that excessive force was there. Even if someone wants to make the argument that he resisted arrest, and again, we'll just say this that everyone can interpret anything differently. If you and I were to watch the same video, you and I can probably interpret it separately a multitude of ways, right? Mm -hmm. We probably can, we can probably watch a video, come to the same conclusion, but we will have in different interpretations of what said video was right. So even if someone wants to make the argument of, well, he was uh, resisting arrest. And if we're talking like he didn't want to give up his hands because he didn't think the crime was that bad. You know, okay, so he he may have been a little resistant to it. However, and part of that video when he was done resisting, what point is it to continue to suffocate him with your knee on his neck? Exactly. You know? And you don't need to once no, they stop. No, you don't and, need to. and again, I go back to they are trained. Like you, mm-hmm. I imagine for you, especially not only did when you went to your classroom training. But obviously, when you had to take a physical test, I'm pretty sure that anyone that you may have talked to that has either been a current or former correctional police officer, whatever the title is, has been taught some sort of combat, you know, and some sort of techniques Mm -hmm. to protect yourself. So it's not like it's not like you don't know what you're doing, you know. Um, And so, again, though, I just go back to, you know, all those police officers didn't need to be there to subdue you know, uh, George like that. And it's gonna, you know, unfortunately I'm thankful that this video came out as well as sad, just because, you know, unfortunately we need to pull back the curtain to this ugly truth and we need people to recognize it, to finally do something. And unfortunately it's going to take a lot more than the black community being outraged. We all need to be outraged, you know, like, I my heart breaks for the George Floyd family and my heart is angry for them because of the treatment and said things happening, you know, and I don't get me wrong, you know, every race commits a crime, but that doesn't mean that that race is all bad, you know, like just because there may be a few, let's say people in the black community that do justify some sort of crime that does require you to protect yourself and then to arrest or also a white person, also an Asian, also a Hispanic, whatever. That doesn't mean that the entire, that entire race is bad. So I don't understand why the black community never gets that same slack. You know, it's, it's, it's it, it like reminds me of like when you have like you know Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. You know the guy killed a ton of people. <laughs> he had body parts in his house. Mm-hmm. You know, and that would be like uh, that would be like everyone thinking, oh well, all white people are keeping body parts in their. I mean, right in their house. I mean, <laughs> that's how it is. I mean, I mean that's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, I cannot fathom mm-hmm. that being an actual thing that people believe. Right. And so what you're saying is, you know, that's that's kind of how everyone views mm-hmm. uh, views the black community is. Well, you know, one person robbed someone, so that means you know, yep, 
that means they're they all, all dead, right? they, they all rob or you know they all they all have fake check like mm-hmm. that's idiotic that that's so dumb mm-hmm. and uh, just looking at the uh omar jimenez too i mean yep. that was <laughs> by the way can you it tell the audience, white... can you tell the audience what his what his uh what he looked like Oh yeah, he was he was he was uh I think he's half black and half uh Latino if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. If I if I saw that correctly. So he's a but, minority of a different color. Yeah. And so he was he was just doing the report and they said you need to move. You need to move and he goes, "Okay, where do you need us to go?" Yep. And then they they stopped talking to him and mm-hmm. so he continues with his report and he's like, "Oh, you know, Right now we're being asked to move and he's just like telling, you know, America's they're live. It's not like, it's right. not like he could just stop whatever he was doing. He was live. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, yeah, right now they're asking us to leave and we're just trying to figure out where we're going to go. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, you, sir, you got to go. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to get going. Just tell us where to go. And I mean, he's saying it like that. He's not saying like, no, no, we'll we'll go. Okay, God, leave us. You know, he's not yeah. freaking out. No, he's he, just saying, yeah, okay, well, uh, just tell us where to go. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and then all of a sudden, there's a pause, and then so he starts up again. He goes, he goes, yeah. So we've been out here, and we've been asked to move, and he's he's going on and on about it. And finally, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you you see these two cops come up to him. He goes, okay, so you're under arrest. And he goes, oh, um, oh, okay. <laughs> like you yeah. have no idea what to do. And he's like, um, can I ask why? And they're like, you're being under arrest because you didn't move. And he's like, I, I just wanted to know where we were going to go. And yeah, he arrested the whole crew. And it's not like the crew was like, no, never. You know? Exactly. Well, what it's was just, funny is you can hear in his voice when he go when he was generally asking, yeah, we have no problem. Where would you like us to go? And he's honestly sincere in asking, where would you like us to move off the street mm-hmm. and where to move off to? It had nothing. It did not sound anything like, um, well, we have a right to be here. Where do you expect us to go? Had nothing of that, of that, you know, tone to it at all. And then when they were arresting, he goes, okay, well, can you at least tell me what I'm being arrested for and dead silence. And so, um, there was an interview that I watched of when he essentially was let go and they're outside the downtown area where the County was, where they let him out at. And they were asking him, did they tell you anything? He goes, no, I was talking to the officer and the officer says, I'm just following orders and then drove me here. And now, and then he let us out and that was it. And it was, Man. yeah, it was. It, oh, and I did want to, you, cause you were telling, uh, you were saying about the video with the uh, Central Park lady. Yes. And it was, I mean, it, it was, I'm not saying it was, it was a funny video, but the guy could have, I mean, he was exactly like Omar Jimenez. He was just so calm. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, what, what? And he's like, can you put your dog on a leash, please? She's like, oh, my God, I'm going to call the police. And I'm going to say that there's a large black man who is uh, threatening me. And, and I was God. like, oh, my God, are you serious? Right. I was like, are you shitting me? And then he was like, he, he was all he just stood there and she was on the phone. And then she, you could hear her actually trying to act like she was being yep. threatened. She was like, oh, he's threatening me. And she was just she was just making it up and it was like yep. oh my god i can't believe it and so as she's on the phone though she clips the dog on the leash and this was my favorite part i will probably watch this video like four times just because i wanted to laugh at the last part because it was the best thing i've ever seen the guy was like 
she puts the leash on the dog and then she was like okay she goes yeah i'm here in central park and he was like and right when she clicked it onto the dog he mm-hmm. was like thank you and he starts walking away yeah. <laughs> and i was like yes that was the greatest response yep and well, it wasn't like it wasn't like he was yelling at her he was like can you put uh, the uh, leash on your dog please yes and she's like and she's just going off on him he goes i'm just asking you to put on a leash and she goes and then you know she threatens says yeah i'm gonna call the police and he was like okay but can you put the leash on the dog please and mm-hmm. he's being this calm it's not yeah. like he was raising his voice at all mm-hmm. and then finally when she put the leash on the dog he said thank you and he walked away and exactly. i was like man that was the greatest response yeah and plus too it was from what i understood too is because um he was bird watching she she didn't mm-hmm. have her dog on a leash which is obviously not allowed yeah and all he did was ask she got hysterical so thankfully he recorded And as soon as that was all over and he said, thank you and walked away, he completely left her alone and just let her be in her own hysteria. Yeah, it was, but it was, you can tell that she was, you know, riling herself up for no reason. And he didn't say anything. She threatened to call the cops and he goes, yeah, please do call the cops because, you know, he like, if you want to go ahead and make it a show, go ahead. But I'm just asking you to do one thing. That's a part of the rules, you know, and she, clearly was abusing what you know recognizing what her race was and also using his Mm -hmm. race against him in this situation especially with how how the record unfortunately of you know the the recent police violence has been towards the black community you know it sounds like she was banking on him getting some sort of a punishment for telling her what to do um and it just backfired on her because i think the ending of it turned out to be where she ended up getting fired from her job and I think, if I'm not mistaken, she voluntarily gave up her pet because this dog was, like, being abused. Because she's basically strangling this dog yeah. throughout the entire video. You know, yeah. like, it's not like this dog is being well-behaved. It's trying to get away from her. And she's just, like, holding this dog's neck down. And, it, like, I don't know how I don't know how she does with animals, but didn't look very well. Uh, and here's the – I have two things on that. First of all – she should be charged with um, false police report. Mm-hmm. That is that is that is illegal. Whether it's a misdemeanor or not, mm-hmm. that's still illegal. So she should be punished by that way. Mm-hmm. And has she? Probably not. Nope. The other thing is the fact that she even went to that length. Where if I if someone saw me in a park with my with my imaginary dog. <laughs> and asked to put the leash on it and i was upset and i was like why are you telling me to put the leash on it blah 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 i would never even think about well i'm gonna call the police because you're a different color than me mm-hmm. like the fact that that even was the first response is absolutely disgusting i mean i don't know what other word to say other than it's it's disgusting that that's horrible Mm-hmm. And I, I, I honestly, I've never experienced anything like that. the only thing I've ever experienced that was kind of close was I, my parents um, go to this church and it was me and my wife. We were invited to go and we went. And this was the first time that me and my wife went to that church. And after the after the end, I was like, man, everyone kind of seemed a little like standoffish. 
And my wife started laughing and she was like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, that's because you're with me. And I was like, what? Cause you're Catholic. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't get it. And my wife was like, no, because we are an interracial couple. And she was all, that happens all the time. I, I see that all the time. And she goes, you're white. I'm Mexican. And a lot of these older white people don't like it. And I was like, Oh man, that's why everyone like didn't want to like talk to us. And she was like, yeah. And I, I had never experienced anything like that before. Mm-hmm. And so I swear to God, I just, I never, yeah. I didn't understand it. I was like, Oh, I, okay. That's weird. Yeah. And I was like, but these people are going to church. And she goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause usually it's them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no. And I mean, I got to be honest with you. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why I don't like going to church anymore, because Mm -hmm. if that's going to be the attitude with someone who is slightly, the only difference between you and them or their color of their skin, Mm -hmm. uh, why am I, why am I even going to come? Yeah. Why am I going to go through this when I can do this somewhere else, like in my home? You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's really the only experience I've ever had that. And again, it's, it is because I am white. And so you just, you never see stuff like that. And so that's why it's easy for a lot of these, a lot of white people to look at this and go, they're just, they're going overboard. But the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is they have every single right to. Yeah. It's insane. Out there. It's crazy. How, how some of these people are treated Mm -hmm. like it blows my mind and it happens everywhere it's Mm -hmm. not just minneapolis i mean it happens in fresno it happens in every single city i mean there's no city Mm -hmm. where this doesn't happen in and i i'm just blown away yeah i you know i i Again, I can't even believe in 2020 we are still, in some sense, haven't really moved that much in the last. Oh my God! Yeah, 10, seriously. Years, you know, like it's insane. It's almost like we've made some progress, um, publicly, but privately, you know, we're all it's like we're still the same. We haven't done anything different than what you know we've been doing for the last, you know, fifteen, twenty years, and. You know, it's unfortunate because, you know, I don't want, uh, I still believe that majority, a large majority of police officers, anyone in law enforcement are good people that are doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's unfortunate that one, and I would even say not only just one, but the multitude of bad officers that have, you know, essentially murdered in either broad daylight or have gotten off for, you know, using excessive force that led to death of, you know, the black community or any minority group, you know, unfortunately they are, they are that 1% is spoiling it for the 99%. But my fear is that my kids are going to grow up in a world where if they're friends with someone in the black community and some action requires the cops to be involved for safety or, or something that they won't want to because of what interaction could potentially happen. And it's going to get to the point to where, you know, the black community is going to recognize the police as the enemy rather than people to protect them, you know, and 
And I, my heart kind of, you know, my heart breaks for that. And then I'm also fearful because again, your passion is to be a police officer and, you know, you don't have control of what, you know, streets that you're going to cover or what cities. So what happens Mm -hmm. if you're in a primarily black neighborhood and they don't know you and they won't give you the opportunity because of all the others before you that have ruined it, you know, and, you know, and again, I'm sure your wife feels the same way that if you have this career, then you're at risk, not only for the hundreds of other things that could ever involve with your job, but just even how simple something like this could be where, you know, they're so afraid of you that fear is now what's going to be what you need to watch out for. It's not because they have bad intentions. It's because they're not sure of your intentions and they won't give you the opportunity to, to, to allow you to show them that you're there yeah. to change, you know, and that's, that's, that's fearful, you know, cause there's a lot of officers that want to make a difference and are making a difference. But now this is overshadowing all that. Yeah. And it's like, they're, they're going backwards now. And so how do we move forward together and let them know that we're all in this together when we're dim- like our race or people that supposedly now are just like us or representing what America still is, which is borderline racist and only cares about people that look like us, not the other groups, you know? Well, I don't know if you watched the show um, on Netflix. It was uh, something a hundred humans. I think is what it was called. Um, it sounds familiar. Yeah. They did a test where it was, uh, they give just random people like this. It's like a a virtual gun, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, one of those guns that like Hollywood gets where it just like makes a sound or whatever. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, and it has like a little laser pointer on it so they can see, you know, what you did. Mm -hmm. And so they have like these people pop out with like guns and someone pops out with a phone. Mm -hmm. And so they keep doing that. And they're like, they want one of the tests was, you know, um, if they had a white person with a phone and a black person with a phone, they pop out at the same time. Do they shoot or do they not shoot at all? And who do they shoot mm-hmm. if they do? And so a lot of the people shot the black dude with mm-hmm. the phone. And they, it was, it's a black guy and a white guy. They pop out at the same depth, like mm-hmm. almost in the middle of the area in the same spot both having the phone mm-hmm. and a lot of people uh shoot the guy with a phone the black guy with a phone mm-hmm. and and it was just like oh man that's insane and it kind of makes me think like i think cops need to have this test because if that's what's going to happen and you could you i know a lot of people a lot of i would say maybe cops like especially older cops white cops especially um would argue well you know you know we're trained to you know if someone pops out you know it's either my life or or their life and Mm -hmm. and you know i have a family to go to and it's like okay well so do they you know exactly (laughs) like that's that's what that's what the issue is and i feel like if that if they need a test like that and you know hey it's a it's a quick decision you know you don't have time to think well exactly a lot of the a lot of being a cop is you don't have time to think mm-hmm. you know that's that's where all this major stuff happens and i feel like at least we need a test like that and if you fail it whether it be a split decision or not sorry you mm-hmm. can't be here yeah and it's sad that we have to that we have to even think 
about stuff like that. And we have to think maybe there's a test where we can weed out some of these people who are blatantly racist. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that this guy had what? I think it was like seven cases against him. Yeah. On it was a large accessible number. Yeah. force. And he actually killed someone already before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's still out there. And I put in air quotes, protecting. Yep. I mean, are you kidding me? How, how, how are we still here in 2020? And we're, and we're still doing this. Yeah. You know, what's unfortunate is there's going to be people that are going to listen to this, you know, however many people there is. I mean, to be truthful, everybody, we don't have a large audience that listens a whole lot. We hope to one day, but even just the handful of people that may listen or, or may turn us on and hear at this moment, not everyone's going to agree with our opinion, you know? And, you know, you know, I can honestly say as Drew being my podcast partner and my best friend, AKA my bae, um, him and I aren't going to agree 110% on every single thing, you know, mm-hmm. but one thing we are recognizing is there is a problem that, um, ultimately needs to be addressed, whether it is comfortable or uncomfortable. Um, you know, if you don't want to stand up for it and if you're not someone that's willing to change how the society is, whereas, you know, if you still find it that people who want to come out um, and be who they want to be, whether it is, you know, their identity, sexual orientation, you know, people of different races, if you're still not willing to accept any of those people, you are totally in the wrong time to be against all of this right now. You can either be on the boat that is on the path to great things and witness history in a positive way, or mm-hmm. you can be on the other side of that where you are now essentially exiled from society because they don't think like that anymore. And, you know, we can easily argue details over this hate crime, that hate crime, this police brutality, this and that and that and that. Like everything is a case by case. Obviously, they're they're never going to be the same. But I would really hope that we can all look at one video witnessing somebody killing another human being regardless of what their race is and realize that that is wrong and we need to correct it. If you're still arguing the other side of there's nothing wrong with it, he did what he had to do, then I'm sorry, then we aren't the two people that you want to listen to because you know, I don't, I definitely don't agree with that. And trust me, if there's some situations where force was required, some form or fashion, I'd like to hope that all races are getting the same butt whooping when they deserve it, if they're resisting arrest, so to speak. But to, for it to be so blatant as it is right now, where somebody who was unarmed, not committing a violent crime is murdered in broad daylight because of his race, we all need to take a step back in, in, think about what we're doing and if you're on that side of the line of saying that there you don't see anything wrong with it or you have excuses for why that happened and you're not condemning it then we're Mm -hmm. not the show that you need to listen to because we're not going to talk about this every single episode but i think you and i drew are drawing a hard line in the sand is that we do not want to be on the side of history that accepts this we we want to be the change we want our kids to change this and we don't want this world to to go back to what it used to be because there's so there's stories where it is outrageous and mm-hmm. you and I will never know what that time is like, nor do we want to be in a secondary time that is similar to it. And 
we need to not be the people that are resisting change because it's going to happen whether we like it or not. Yeah. And if the, the sooner we all come together to embrace that change and accept it for what it is and each other, the better this is going to be. But if you want to keep resisting, good luck. It's going to be a long road for you to come yeah. around. But, you know, when you get yeah. there, trust me, it is really not that bad. I will, I will, I mean, I know it doesn't sound like it and, you know, you hear people say this all the time, but I'm really not a guy who's very, you know, into politics and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm not a guy who watches, you know, a lot of news, but this is something that affects everyone. It it doesn't just affect the people in Minneapolis. Now it's affecting people in Dallas. It's, I mean, it's everywhere. And it, it affects people who live in your city because there, there are people who are out there who are afraid to go out because they might be profiled wrong by a police officer and they could get shot and killed. That's insane. Mm-hmm. You know, and Cody, I mean, I'm, I'm not flaunting this, but you and I, we don't have that fear. And so it's easy for us to go outside and just be like, okay, you know, I, you know, for you, you got to go to work. Or for me, I, I need to take, you know, my wife to the doctor's appointment, or I need to take, you know, my daughter to whatever. And these people have to, they have to think about, can I go outside? Mm-hmm. And you could say that we're being dramatic, that they don't, that people who have been abused like this constantly don't think about this. They do. And this is a reason why gangs are alive and well, because they take care of things internally, because they don't have these laws. Because, listen, they don't trust, I mean, gangs don't trust cops. I mean, that's, that is a known fact. And so why would they trust the cops to do things for them? They're going to do things for themselves. And so this is why we have issues in this country because people don't, they don't think about other people's perspective. They just think about themselves and it's sad. I mean, I'm always a person who tries to think about, okay, yeah, maybe this benefits me, but does this benefit anyone else? You know, I'm sure there are things that I do that, you know, or I have done that have been selfish. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. You know, I'm sure Cody, you have done the same. Mm -hmm. You have tried to benefit yourself. Hey, a lot of people would probably everyone would. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, when stuff like this happens, we do have to think about other people. With COVID-19, it is incredible how many people are complaining about, oh, I'm not, you know, I know the, the city of Sanger, where, where my wife is from, they just put out that you are required to wear a mask when you're out in public. Mm-hmm. And there's people on this Facebook from the city of Sanger going, well, I can't believe that my rights are being, first of all, your rights are not being abused or ruined. Okay. 
you're trying we're trying to protect other people who might not be as healthy as you are but they don't think like that they're just saying well i don't i'm not going to wear a mask because i don't need to mm-hmm. oh, gr- great congratulations i'm glad that you don't have to wear a mask but you should wear a mask mm-hmm. you know why because other people aren't so fortunate you know it's the same here just because you can go outside and you don't worry about it doesn't mean other people don't. And mm-hmm. you should stand up for people like that who have that issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I, we had talked about the Colin Kaepernick thing before. And I was like, it's not egregious that he's kneeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he consulted someone who was because everyone was saying, well, it's disrespectful to the military because he's sitting down when everyone else is standing. So he consulted multiple people not just like one person Mm -hmm. he consulted multiple people in the military and he said what is a way that i could have a protest that's not violent that is not egregious and that is something that does get my point across that people notice Mm -hmm. and they said neil it's not disrespectful during the national anthem you're still kneeling And honestly, sometimes you might say that it could possibly even be more respectful Mm -hmm. that you kneel. Because not only was he kneeling and just sitting there, you know, waiting for it to end, a lot of the times his head is down and his eyes are closed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some might call that praying, or some might just say that he is remembering everyone who has been wrongfully abused like this. Mm -hmm. And so. The fact that that everyone was so up in arms and there were owners in the NFL who were saying, you know, I'm going to find you if you do this. It's it's disgusting. And we tried to stay away from it because we didn't fully understand it. Like we've said probably 10 times now, we're just two white guys. We I mean, we don't fully we don't fully understand what some people have gone through their entire life. Mm-hmm. Not just now, but their entire life. Mm-hmm. And so we try to stay away from that because we're like, you know, it's really it's really not something we know much about. And we don't want to we don't want to, you know, say something and it be completely wrong. And, you know, it's but now it's just like it's out of hand. Mm-hmm. Like. We, we, I, I don't know what to do. I like. <laughs> I wish I could go over there. I wish if if it were happening here in Fresno, to be honest, mm-hmm. I might be out there with them. Yeah. Obviously with a mask. Of course. And really, I would be out there for hours with a mask because it's really not that hard to wear a mask. <laughs> My wife has to wear a mask every day at work for over eight hours, usually like 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And there's people who wore it one day for like two hours come home and they're like i just i don't know why i have to wear a mask you know i don't want to save lives anymore like it's ridiculous people yeah. come on so i mean i'm being serious it, it, if if there was a protest in fresno i want to be a part of it i, I mean would, i don't think i would be the people who who were throwing stuff because um you know i i i just don't i just don't do that um, I would be way too scared to do it. I'm just, I'm a pansy when it comes to that. And plus I want, I want to make sure that, um, 
you know, I come home, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely, I, def- I understand like, normally i'm i'm one of the people who are like oh man they're they're going a little too hard this this thing mm-hmm. this violent thing is is a little too hard but man i understand it they they've had enough yeah like imagine a bully every single day picking on you picking on you picking on you picking on you and finally you get to the point where he picks on you and you're cutting paper you know for school and you throw the scissors at him and everyone's like, oh, my God, how would you why would you do that? And if they realize that you were being picked on by this kid every single day and finally you just had enough, mm-hmm. you just threw something at them. I mean, everyone would be like, eh, yeah, I kind of deserved it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sorry that this first, you know, I'm not sorry. People who are listening to this and are like, oh, man, this is political or whatever. You know what? You can suck it up for for this one episode i mean we don't do this every time but this is something that's serious happening in america it's something that does affect everyone you can think oh it's not affecting me because i don't live there and you know whatever it doesn't happen here it happens everywhere that's Mm -hmm. what we're saying and it's sad and it's disgusting and if you're thinking that it never happens there you're part of the problem that that's that's part of the problem here Mm -hmm. because you don't believe it because you didn't, you've never seen it just because you've never seen it. doesn't mean that it's not been there forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had, Oh man, what was that? Uh, I think it was called the civil war. Yep. I mean, what are we, (laughs) how are we arguing this just because, uh, you know, the North and South fought and the North won, And so, that was the end of racism. That that was it. You know, everyone who was racist stopped being racist. Mm-hmm. You you're being ignorant. Like you can't tell me that someone who owned slaves lost the war and was like, "Oh, okay, I get it now. I'm not racist anymore." Mm-hmm. No, that that didn't happen. And we still had a thing with uh, Martin Luther King Jr who had to overcome racism Mm -hmm. and there was still, it doesn't magically go away. And that's, that's what we're having a problem with. And and these people are saying, Oh, well, it's not, it doesn't happen here that you're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. You're the reason it's still going on. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I know I went on a long rant, but it just, man, it, it makes me mad. It does. Sometimes you have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, uh, you know, I guess for us, especially for me, you know, again, we're going to repeat this again. We don't know what the black community is going through, but we feel their anger because, you know, if you're, if you're going to excuse what the officer did, then you're part of the problem. You know, if you're not going to recognize that, you know, even for us, let's say like we've underlined knew that there was a problem, but now what we've seen has just been like just a piece of what maybe somebody has been going through their entire life. And now we're witnessing just such a small fraction of it, barely hitting the iceberg of it. Yeah. And, you know, this has been going on for years and it's one of those things where you have to stop, take off the blinders, stop looking forward, look around you, look at the people that your neighbors with, look at the people that you're going to the 
grocery store with. Look at the people that you're probably, uh, you know, sharing the restaurant with. I mean, if you're sitting down in a restaurant nowadays, but you know, point being is, you know, if you can't see it, it's because you don't want to see it. Yeah. And go ask somebody what they've gone through, what their experience is. And they'll tell you in today's time that they're still going through it. We just saw a video of somebody murdered. We saw somebody who was white using her, her privilege to essentially try to get someone else hurt. And we also witnessed, uh, you know, earlier this month, two white guys murdered uh, a young black guy that was just jogging in mm-hmm. broad daylight and he, they roamed free for almost what a few weeks almost it was a couple of weeks month. yeah yeah roamed free you know but yet some people in the black community get get stopped on the street for being a suspect um you know that f- that they fit the criteria of an armed robbery or or B and E, you know you got to be honest never met one guy that was white that got stopped because he was confused for being somebody that broke into somebody's house yeah you know, not that I'm asking that to for them to divulge that information, but I've never heard anyone tell me that. And you probably are that one person that has had that happen to. Great, you're you're point zero zero one percent of anyone <laughs> I've ever met. But yet, everybody else in the black community, unfortunately, probably has had that happen to them, whether they are male or female. Unfortunately, yeah. You know, and again, we're going to repeat this again. We're just two white guys. We we've never walked in the shoes of somebody who is, a, who is uh, from the black community. We don't know their daily struggles, but our hearts break for them because all this anger and all this essentially racism that's been happening to them over time is now boiling to the point where we can't stand it for them. And that says a lot about us as a mm-hmm. country that it is so bad for them that now we're finally being angry and it only took us o- over a hundred and something years. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, just kind of uh, picking back on off off of what you said, um, you know, I I personally haven't really experienced anything like that, um, you know, and and my wife has, and if you don't know, you know, if you've never seen my wife, I mean, my wife is Latina, and she's told me many stories of how she's had things like not obviously as egregious as this, but has been racial profiled many times. And I I just, I'm like, really? That's weird, you know? Yeah. Because that's not my mindset, but there are people out there who have that mindset of, well, they're different than me. So, well, you know, mm-hmm. they're obviously bad or they're, they're evil or it, it just, it, I can't believe it. It's just, it's ridiculous and it is sad. Yeah. We have I mean how long ago has it been since, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. since the Civil War? I mean, it's crazy. I wish the Civil War had ended and there was like okay, that's it. I mm-hmm. wish it were that easy. I wish it was. <laughs> you know what? It's not. Mhm. Always going to be people like that. It's amazing too out of all out of all these you know, all the decades will even go as far as centuries that it feels like we've made progress, but not nearly enough progress is what should have been done. Um, you know, and again, like what Drew said, we are not a political show. I don't like talking about politics with people because 
it turns into a fight. I remember being 18, living in Sacramento in, um, and the group of friends I was hanging out with all from church must've been conservative Republicans. And, uh, I remember one morning we were having breakfast and we were talking about, I think prop eight about the legalizing gay marriage at the time. This is in 2008 and naive me being so young in my faith. Uh, we were just kind of having a chit chat and, you know, prop eight came up. And I think if I'm not mistaken, voting yes on Prop 8 meant that. Nope. I couldn't even tell you, man. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so anyways, um, whatever, whatever the yes was, I think yes on Prop 8 was yes to legal um, gay marriage. And I had naively said, yes, we want to vote on that. And then they all looked at me and said, no, we do not approve of that. And you can just feel the energy of the room change. And I was almost, again, where I'm in a room full of my Christian friends, no judgment zone thinking. And I couldn't have felt more judged or or out of place just because I didn't understand why we wouldn't allow them to be happy and, and married. And again, that was just an example of it. But again, the point being is I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, I don't care if you're an independent, whatever you vote or however you vote, whoever you agree with or don't agree with for me. And I I can probably say for you, Drew as well is we are team human race and we are all one. And there's no reason why we should be killing each other, especially just because they look different from you. There's no reason why in today's world that needs to happen. So I think for me, for this episode, it's not necessarily saying that, oh, if you're Republican, you like this, or if you're a Democrat, you like this, or vice versa, or if you're an mm-hmm. independent, then whatever. For you as a human being in America, when will you be upset that your fellow American is being murdered and yeah. their, and justice has not been served? What if your family member had been murdered and they sat on their hands and protected them for several weeks, uh, excuse me, not several weeks, uh, several days, rather than going after them and prosecuting them when all the evidence said, you know, it was them. Yeah. When are we going to get upset? Just that human one ma- murdered human two in broad daylight and video evidence is there. Why does it matter that the person that died is black and the person that killed him is white and we have to protect the white guy? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's my soap opera. I got to, you know, I can, I can probably go off this all day just because again, as human beings, there should be no reason why we aren't on the same team. Now, whether or not you agree with each other's opinions or how you guys like your, um, how you guys like your food cooked, you know, it does, it shouldn't, I mean, we're all on this same planet getting through day to day. Yeah. And it shouldn't matter that just because they're the pigment of their skin is slightly darker than yours. It shouldn't matter that they look a little funny than you, than you or talk a little funny or they grew up differently than you. But for, bottom line is they still go through the same hardship as you and they go through the same life as you. The only difference is you have privileges and they don't. And now we're seeing it in real time in life. And we need to just stop being a part of the problem. So anyways, man, that's, that's my two cents. I, I think I can go on all night for this, but yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh man, this is, this is going a little long. Listen, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I'm literally watching it in live time right now. And the scene at the white house right now is, uh, it's, it's honestly 
I mean, if I were one of the cops, it's scary. And if I'm one of the people in protest, I'm I'm getting stuff done right now. <laughs> so, I mean, it's sad that it's come to this. But listen, like we said, we've allowed this to happen way too often. And, you know, it's crazy to think. I mean, I don't know if Colin Kaepernick never got a job because of what he did or if it was because he was starting to decline. I have no idea. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. But watching this and realizing that he never got a chance again, I mean, it's like, it's kind of almost like, man, I mean, the racism is just like blatant out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's almost insane to think about. Um, but yeah, man, I, you know, sorry that this this uh, podcast went a little bit longer, but I mean, this is this is something that, like we've said, it, it affects everyone. It's it's not just the people in Minneapolis; it, it's everyone. This is America. You know, this affects everyone. So, thank you if you listen to this whole thing. We appreciate it very much. Um, you know, I, I know we probably went long, but listen, it is something that we actually didn't plan that we were going to talk about so long. We weren't sure how long we were going to talk about this. Um, but you know what? It, it, it's something that I felt, you know, Cody, I don't know about you, but I know for me, I felt very strongly about this. It, it, just watching this, like, like I said, I, I am, I'm trying to become a cop and, and this is one of many reasons why I want to become a cop. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be out there and have people automatically assume that, you know, I'm a bad cop because I'm white, you know? And you know why? Because all this stuff happens. So the only, the only way that I can show that, listen, this is wrong are by my actions. And that's what everyone everyone has to to realize well anyway man uh, you know it's, it's a crazy time but uh you know i i appreciate everyone uh listening to this whole thing uh if you did if you didn't uh shame on you and uh you know you should feel bad about yourself <laughs> just kidding <laughs> totally kidding um no i mean i understand that some people might take this politically and and they don't want to hear it you know that's i'm not going to change your mind you know uh cody's not going to change your mind uh no one is because that's what you were taught and so you're just going to believe it to the fullest and that's you know that's what america is is you can believe what you can believe and and not be condemned for it but what we're trying to say here is something has to change uh, with the with the deaths that is that has been happening for quite a while, and we need to see it end, and that's why we talked about this um, because it does affect everyone. It's this is not a political thing. This isn't. It really is not. I mean, we could we can say that you know it can turn into one. You're absolutely right because obviously the president has been tweeting about it all the time. But the fact of the matter is is 
just what Cody said. This is a human race thing. We are team human race. This is not. This is not Democrat. This is not Republican. This is not anything. This is. This is human race, and something's got to. Something's got to change. It, it's got to. So that's what we're. That's what we're talking about. Um, and so that's why we're we're here. That's why we wanted to talk about this because. It is something that it's just enough is enough, and and we we wanted to um, you know kind of give our two cents and whether you take it to heart and whether you don't, I mean that's completely up to you. Like I said, we're not going to change your mind, but um, it is something that we feel very strongly about, and uh, we wanted to put out there. And luckily, we have this platform that we can't, and uh, um, it also helps you get to know who we are, what we believe in. And, uh, just kind of what Cody said earlier, um, you know, that's, that's who we are. And, um, this is what we believe. So, well, anyway, thank you guys for listening to it all. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate everything that you guys do and, uh, we are excited. It'll probably be a lot lighter next week. (laughs) <laughs> it might be more like the uh, Netflix conversation that we had in the beginning <laughs> but definitely, uh, definitely we appreciate agree. you guys go ahead I'm sorry no problem I was going to say I definitely agree that it will be a lot lighter next week and um, again you guys just to bring it home our thoughts and our, our prayers and our hearts are going out to the George, uh, George Floyd's family and uh, you know uh, everybody, if I don't know if you guys are into prayer or positive thoughts or whatever, but whatever you guys are into to help um, lift someone's spirits up, um, share it with the Floyd family. They're really hurting right now, confused, angry, and, uh, you know, um, again, we're just two white guys in California that, you know, have an opinion on something, but we're thankful that you guys listen to this. And, Drew, I'm thankful for you to be a bay, and I appreciate, uh, uh, you know, I appreciate the fact that we can do this and speak from yeah. our hearts and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully there is some change. So do appreciate you, brother. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you. Um, you know, obviously, yeah, we're bays, man. It's, it's what it, you know, it's funny. You know, we're talking about bays. Uh, this is quick. Uh, Jessica and I were, were watching, uh, two and a half or two and a half. Oh my God. See, I'm, I'm ready to go to bed now. Uh, how I met your mother. I don't know where two and a half men came from. <laughs> how I met your mother. And, um, we were, we were trying to figure out who was who, you know, every, okay. You can be like, Oh, I hate when people do that, but you do that. You look at your friends and you're like, okay, who is, who is Barney? Who is Ted? Who is Robin? Who is Lily? Who's Marshall? And so we were laughing because we're like, Ted and Marshall have like this like really like funny friendship and I was like that's me and Cody isn't it and she started to laugh and she's like yeah it is. So, that's awesome so it was just yeah it was just funny man so we just finished that so you know, I, I had to bring that up you know you're definitely you're definitely my Marshall or my Ted whatever whichever one um, you know is I guess closer. I guess this is your way of saying I gotta watch this show so I know who you're talking about huh oh my god you haven't watched the show Stay tuned, guys, for next week. That's probably what we'll talk about. <laughs> Dude. All right. Okay. Don't wait a year and then watch it. Okay. You need to watch If you have Hulu, go watch it right now. 
All right. We got we got to end it now. <laughs> Thanks everybody. See you next week. Thanks. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys always listening to this. Just want to give you a heads up. um, If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram only for two bays in a pod. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and YouTube on uh, Drew Code Sports Talk. So go check all those out. Follow us. If you have any questions, go ahead and message us on any of those social medias. Um, And if, if it's only specifically for two bays, then you can message us on Instagram. No problem there. Uh, Cody does a great job on there. Um, also, um, we are on all the major podcasts. Please subscribe and rate and review on our podcast. Uh, we are on iHeartRadio. Uh, we are on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and, of course, Spotify. So go um, leave a review. Anything really helps. And also... If you guys are very interested, if you uh, need some workout gear or uh, some workout protein powder or creatine or whatever it may be, go check out fnxfitness.com. And uh, we have uh, 15% off on our website. Cody? Yeah, everybody, head over to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. On the homepage at the very bottom, you will actually see the promo code that Andrew just talked about for 15% off your total purchase through FNX. We also have live links on the website for all the podcast platforms that Andrew just mentioned as well. Uh, you can also click on the two bays in a pod link to listen to all of our episodes and also leave us uh, a question, a comment or a suggestion about the show, as well as also listening to every episode that we've done so far for both two bays in a pod and Drew Code Sports Talk. And don't forget new episodes for two bays comes out on Mondays and new episode for Drew Code comes out on Thursdays. So we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thanks for listening, everybody.